It's been two weeks since little five-year-old Summer Wells went missing from her Tennessee home without a trace. Her mom, Candace Bly, has now done an interview. We've been seeing Summer's dad, Don Wells, speaking out since the very beginning, but now we finally see Summer's mom, Candace. Now, Candace claims she was home with Summer the day that she went missing, while her husband, Summer's dad, Don Wells, was at work. Summer went missing on June 15th. She was reported missing by Don at 6.30 p.m. Here's what Candace said happened that day. Me and my mother and her were planting flowers. And we went in after we got done washing our hands and she got a piece of candy from grandma and she wanted to go back over and see her brothers. And I said, okay, and I walked her all the way over to the porch and I watched her walk into the kitchen where the boys were watching TV. And I told the boys, I said, watch Summer, I'll be back. And within two minutes I came back and I asked the boys where their sister was and they said, she went downstairs mom to play with her toys in the playroom. I said, okay. And I yelled downstairs for her a couple times and I didn't get no answer, which was unusual because usually she always answers me. And so I went down there to check and she was, nowhere in sight. She was just gone. One thing that was interesting to me in this clip is when Candace was talking about Summer and walking her to the porch to see her brothers. I do wonder how life was prior to this and if there was any sort of protection over Summer before at this level. It makes me wonder and question this statement because Candace says, and she wanted to go back over and see her brothers. And I said, okay. And I walked her all the way over to the porch and I watched her walking into the kitchen where the boys were watching TV. And I told the boys, I said, watch Summer, I'll be back. And within two minutes, I came back. Now in a previous interview, Dawn said, she was planting flowers with her mother and her grandmother and she wanted to go into the house. So my wife watched her go into the door and she went into the house. And the boys were on the internet, of course, and she wanted to go downstairs and play with her toys. So when her mother came in and she says summer and she went down into the basement and she didn't answer. So she went down there and she was gone. So she went out the basement door, which was unlocked and we haven't seen her since. Now from earlier reports, the flowers they were planting were right where the grandma's trailer is. And if you look at this picture here, you can see the trailer and you can see the back of the house where the door they mentioned was unlocked. So if Summer's mom was there planting flowers, I do question why Candace had to walk Summer all the way to the porch or house and Summer did not walk herself. It's not that far. Now, in a later clip, Don talks about Summer being an outdoor girl, and many times he says that he asked the boys, where's your sister, and they say she's outside. She loved to be outside all the time, and that's, that was her, unfortunately, her, you know, her downfall. A lot of times, we'd be, the boys would be inside, and we'd be like, where's Summer? Why'd you leave her out there alone? You know, go get Summer now, you know, and that's happened over and over again. And uh, we'd come out and she would always be close by, but we was always coming up. She had to be outside. She was an outdoor person. And she she loved to be outside. You know. So I do question what it was like before Summer went missing, as I said. Was it that supervised? My first thought would be I doubt it, but it would be important to know. Now, both parents say she wouldn't leave that property by herself and she had boundaries. She knew not to wander off. 
Here's an aerial view of the area where Summer's home is. You can see that it is in a secluded area. And zooming out, the property is next to a main road. Authorities have mentioned the terrain and just how difficult it is. Don also had mentioned that there are bears out as well. Now, Summer's mom talked about the area and how she's afraid to even walk in the woods. I don't go on walks around here or runs because I'm scared of the bears and snakes and even the coyotes that are around here. Interesting here, I came across the original call from emergency dispatch. You can interrupt from 110, 110, Hill Road off of East Creek. You should be the first residence on your ride. Reference to a missing four-year-old. The parents have called in and advised that the mother had went for a walk, came home, now they can't find her. They've been yelling for her. She's been gone for about 10 minutes now. So in this clip, it's saying that Candace went for a walk. She came home and now they can't find Summer. This actually makes a little more sense when it comes to Candace's recent statement in this interview. I found it odd that she said to the boys, watch Summer, I'll be back. It makes it sound like she's going further away than just outside the door planting flowers. To me, in my opinion. In Candace's interview, we don't hear the reporter ask the question about the walk. We only hear what Candace says about not going for a walk for fear of bears and snakes, etc. Now, we aren't able to hear the 911 call as it's not being released. Now, one would wonder if it was the way it was described to the dispatcher and that's why she thought that Candace went for a walk or were they told that Candace went for a walk? And since Dawn called 911, did Candace tell Dawn she went for a walk? There's some discrepancies here. Also, it said that Summer had been missing for around 10 minutes. My question or comment is that's awfully fast, which in one hand it's great, right? But I mean, Summer went into the house, Candace said she went back in two minutes later and, and Summer was gone. So I'm sure she would look for a few minutes, if not a few more minutes to zip around the house looking for little Summer. And she's pretty small, so she could be anywhere really, I mean, Five-year-olds could be hiding anywhere. So then she says she calls Dawn and had to explain what happened to Dawn, and then Dawn calls 911. So is it possible within the 10-minute mark? Of course. I'm just curious if that's exactly what happened or if it was a little bit longer and the time just is off. Now, if this is accurate, like I said, then that's pretty fast, and kudos to the family for acting quickly. In those previous statements, it was said that the door to the basement was unlocked and here Candace mentioned Summer last going into the basement. When we look at their back door, in relation to where that camper trailer was, it's not far and the road is circular around the house, which means if a person abducted Summer, they would have two quick options to the main road. On Ben Hill Road, passing one property and getting to the main road, or Ben Hill Road to Simpson Road, passing several houses. They'd also have to drive to a certain point, perhaps, and then get out and walk up and then take Summer, and not to have that little girl scream as well. They'd also have to know that there's a kid to be taken as well, right? And wait for the opportunity, if it is an abduction. Now, from what the parents say, Summer is quite feisty. She'd give them a run for their money every day. She'd give them a run for their money. And there was times, you know, we'd, we'd be, you know, at our boys, like, don't do this and don't do that. And next thing you know, the stick would come up and just whop them, you know. And it'd be like, Summer, don't do that. You Summer know? was the boss of the family. Yeah, she's... 
she... Typical girl. When they get out of line, she'd put them in line. She'd do her best. And it seems that both parents believe that Summer was abducted or lured. Here's what they said. I know she didn't walk away from this property by herself or off this yard by her swing. I feel in my heart that somebody has came up here and took her and has lured her away from here. Well, whoever has my daughter, I pray and hope that they have not harmed her and they bring her back to us safe and sound. Well, we knew, I knew right away that she was abducted. You know, I knew that right away, and that's what I told them from the beginning, but they have to, they have to go through their, you know, I forget the word. Investigation. They have to do one step at a time, I guess, but I'm sorry that they had to spend so many man hours in these woods and everything. I've seen them limping and everything else, you know, and I feel for them, but I just wish there was a way that neighbors could search neighbors' houses and then if they're not willing, you know, get a search warrant or something, but there's just no way you can search every single house, you know, in the eastern United States or whatever, but I wish there was a way. Now, a few days ago, there was a statement by the TBI that was asking about a red truck or maroon truck that was seen in the area either on Monday the 14th or Tuesday, June 15th, when Summer went missing. And it's a Toyota Tacoma truck estimated around the 1998 to 2000 model. Here's what TBI said. We received information that a Toyota pickup truck was seen in the area of Beach Creek Road and Ben Hill Road in the late afternoon to early evening on either Monday, June 14th or Tuesday, June 15th. The pickup is possibly a 1998 to 2000 maroon or red Toyota Tacoma with a full bed ladder rack along with white buckets in the truck bed. We have been unable to identify the driver of this truck. Due to this, we are asking this driver to contact us at 1-800-TBI-FIND. We would like to speak with you to confirm this information and ask what you may have heard or seen at this time. If you are the driver of this truck, please contact us. We want to stress that this individual is not a suspect, but is a potential witness who may have heard or seen something that may help us in our search for summer. Now, both parents do address the red truck. Check out the clip. Just turn, I mean, go to the FBI, the police, and uh, clear it up. I mean, I don't know, it seems kind of elusive. It's really strange that I've never seen this truck, and I've never heard of it until just recently. But I wish they would come forward and explain themselves. I mean, if you're not a suspect, they at least come forward and say what you've seen. We just want to focus on the the good friends and Christian people that are trying to help us and praying for us and praying for summer. And we thank them from the bottom of our hearts. And that's the, the kind of people we try to relate with and socialize with. So we don't know anything about, you know, no red truck or we hardly know many of our neighbors. I mean, because we just try to be around good people. I mean. Now, earlier that day on June 15th, Candace states that she went to pick up a prescription for her mom at Walgreens, and she decided to go to Warriors Park for Summer to have a little swim. It's a quick drive from the Walgreens. We were waiting on my mother's prescription from the drugstore at Walgreens on Fort Henry and Morla, Mor Moreland Drive. 
and Warriors was straight across, so we just figured I'd take her over there to go swimming for a little bit while we waited on my mom's prescription. We weren't even there but 20 minutes. Candace was asked by the reporter if she was with anyone else, and she said, no, not when I got home. The reporter then asks her, what about before you got home when you were swimming? Here's what she said. And so then Summer came back here with you later that afternoon, right? Yes. Okay. And so was there anybody else with you? No, not when we came home, no. Was there anybody else swimming with you? People, I think, had questions about Um. That. Wanted to go with because he didn't want to be around his grandmother because, as he would call it, she's a. I'm sorry, that's what he said. And I said, okay, well, I gotta go pick up mom from the hospital and then we gotta go do Walgreens and then I'll take you home. Well, we had to wait for mom's prescription at Walgreens, so we just went up to Warriors. There was all kinds of trash everywhere at Warriors when we showed up. And I let Summer out to play. And we just stood there for about 15, 20 minutes. And then we all got back in the truck and went and got mom's prescription. And I took him home. And then we came home. Now, side note, I think the bleep is, she said, psycho witch, but with a B. So a 15-year-old went with Summer and Candace that day and they went for a quick swim. And also the grandmother. In the clip, she said she had to pick up her mother from the hospital and get her prescription refilled. She said, I gotta go pick up mom from the hospital and then we gotta go to do Walgreens, then I'll take you home, meaning the 15-year-old boy. Now I looked up hospitals in the area and there is one 35 minutes away from the house called Hawkins Memorial. It's west of their home and there's a Walgreens right there. But there's another medical center called the Holston Valley Medical Center and that's to the east of their home and is a 27 minute drive away and a short distance from Walgreens and from the swimming area. So my guess is it was the medical center and then a quick drive to Walgreens and that swimming spot. There is a small video clip that is floating around with Summer in it, and it seems to be only one other passenger in the vehicle. There are rumors flying everywhere. I did see that video clip of Summer, and it's very short, but in it, you can see what seems to be Summer sleeping and her head propped up against milk jugs. I have some questions uh, regarding this. First, why are there milk jugs stacked like that? Um, that's kind of odd to me, but maybe that's something they do. And wouldn't that be uncomfortable for Summer to sleep on milk jugs? Just my observation, but kids do some strange things. Now, I also wonder what the rules are for Tennessee for booster seats. In Canada, if a child is 40 pounds and over, they would need a booster seat and under a car seat. So I looked it up. It says Tennessee car seat safety law for four to eight year olds. According to the law, all kids between four and eight years old and shorter than four feet nine inches must be positioned in convenient booster car seats, obeying the federal motor vehicle safety standards. Moreover, the booster seats must be placed in back of the seats of the motor vehicles. So back to the video, the person filming in the vehicle while Summer was sleeping says she still have her arm up and the mom says no, and the person says, oh, that's what I was trying to catch, but. So I'm curious because wouldn't the person who is filming know that her hand isn't up, or is that an excuse to take a video of Summer? I don't know. What are your thoughts? Let me know. Now, why is this 
clip so important? It's because it's the last known video of Summer before she went missing. Now, back in the interview, the reporter asks, what time was that that she was swimming at? And Candace says she doesn't want to give any time details. Have a look. About how many hours like, was that before she was reported missing? You know, I really can't tell you all the time details because time gets away from you when you're trying to enjoy yourself. The authorities would have that information or a general idea based on the prescription that Candace picked up. So technically, that would be after swimming. Candace said they went to the swimming hole to wait for the prescription, and then she came back and picked it up. Now, the reporter also asked if she has anything else she would like to add regarding her TikTok video, and here's what she said. Is there anything else you wanted to address about the TikTok or any rumors or things you've seen about that around that topic? I don't really have no more than that. So let's now talk about Summer's haircut. It's really short in her latest pictures and not in previous ones that we've seen. On one hand, it could be, you know, no big deal. I mean, it's hot out, right? And maybe she wanted it short. But then in the latest interview, there's word salad tossed everywhere, which is really odd. I didn't think it was a big deal up until that point. She was a tomboy. I shaved my head. She wanted to have her head shaved like me and the boys did. She tried to shave her head she tried in to the back and, and make it, uh, I think you can see it in some of the pictures, and it was getting out of control, so she, we decided to shave her head off and let it grow back long, and she shaved her head to, to so she wouldn't feel bad, and, uh, but, but it didn't bother her at this point. So there are discrepancies. Candace said Summer wanted her head shaved like Candace and the boys. Don said she shaved it herself. And then he said, we decided to shave her head off and let it grow back long. He then said she, and meaning Candace, shaved her head so she wouldn't feel bad. But Candace said Summer wanted her hair like Candace and the boys. And Don also said regarding Summer, but it didn't bother her at this point. So I don't know what this is all about or why the discrepancies, but it is odd. Now, when I was five or six, I have a twin brother and my twin tried to convince me to cut our hair because our uncle was just about to come over and he was coming to visit and my twin brother said, uh, hey, I don't want him to recognize us because he likes to pinch our cheeks really hard when he saw us. And he says, I got an idea. Let's go underneath the bed and cut our hair. And of course, I was a little smarter than my brother and I said, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. I had super long hair and my twin brother had a huge amount of curly hair and he took the scissors, he went underneath the bed and he actually cut his hair and we were about the same age, five or six, and he chopped off chunks of his hair. So uh, needless to say, it wasn't a very good disguise. My uncle still came over and our cheeks were still pinched. So I get that she may have taken her scissors to her hair, but I'm not sure why the discrepancies in this video, who knows what actually happened or why. Now, Summer isn't the only person to go missing from the family. Candace's sister, Rose Bly, is also missing, and she's been missing since 2009 from Wisconsin. The reporter asked Candace about it, and here's what she said. When my sister came missing, I was in between Arkansas and Tennessee. I don't know all of what happened or what did happen. But I hope that they find her too and bring her home safely too. Well, yeah, there's no, there's, 
nothing. I mean, she disappeared without a trace. They haven't found anything, haven't found a body, nothing. And, and you know, when you see cases like that, that's why I lose hope on summer. You know, I want to keep hope, but sometimes I just, I, I, I just, I lose hope. Lose it. And I think, well, maybe we won't never see her again, you know. Or, so I start thinking in past tense, sorry. But I'm trying to keep hope up. I'm trying to keep my prayers up and all that. Now, Candace said something that is a little awkward in the video. I'm not sure if she was just saying it because she feels like she needed to say it, but I wasn't really expecting the answer that she gave. I found this line a little odd when she says, but I hope that they find her too and bring her home safely too. This was 12 years ago. I don't know all of what happened or what did happen, but I hope that they find her too and bring her home safely too. And the reason why I find it awkward is it seems like she doesn't have a lot of hope or belief, maybe is the better word, for Summer coming home. And neither does the father, right? But she does hear for her sister. Maybe she just felt awkward, like I said, in in that video. I don't know, but it does stick out to me. Of course, someone would want their missing loved one home. And I mean, it's been 11 years, but she says bring her home safely too. It's a bit different. I think she had come to a terms that her sister was missing. It's just a little strange comment. I'm not saying it means anything, but it's just a little odd. Uh, maybe it's because of timing right now. So in the video, both Dawn and Candace describe a bit more about Summer and what she loved to do. They said she loved Elsa from Frozen, she loves to twirl, dance, and she's outdoorsy. And they mentioned two songs. She loves to, she loves to dance. She, she would always want me, she says, Daddy, hold my hand so I can twirl. And she would, she would just like to twirl and twirl and twirl until my arm got tired, <laughs> you know. But, and, you know, I, I put out there that one of, Can uh, one of Summer's favorite songs was... Uh, Godzilla, and they say, you know, and they're jumping all over me about past tense, was, you know, well, I'm sorry about that. It's just... She also liked the song um, by New Breed. It was called House, My House. She sung that a lot of times when I play it on the TV. She loved to dance. She liked to think of herself as a princess and, uh, you know, and all that like all young girls do. And, uh, she loved Frozen. She loved to be that Elsa and I think she really loved to be in church because she felt a lot of love there and I think it's, you can't explain what that love is but you feel it and you know it you know when you're young and she felt that there and, and she loved everybody in that church or she loves everybody in that church. I should rephrase that because they'll tear that apart as past tense and I apologize again for that. I hope she gets to come home, you know, and I hope she gets to be with our church family again. Our best friend in yeah. that church was Robin. She loved yeah. her to death. Yeah. She looked up to when women that were... she come to that church, she went looking for Robin. That was her favorite person. Any woman that... Uh, was professional that was pretty yeah beautiful. she looked up to those kind of women she you know they were uh how do you, the word i'm looking for i can't think of it but 
She looked up to him. So Don mentioned that she loved the Godzilla song, and then he did say because he said was, you know, that people are all over him for that, and understandable. A lot of people do that as soon as you know someone goes missing and somebody comes on camera. Not sure though about the Godzilla song. I was just kind of taking a look to see what it was, and I was wondering if it was from the soundtrack or the one from Eminem or what. And Candice mentioned a song called "My House by New Breed." It's very interesting in its lyrics.、Uh, have a little look when you have a moment. So they talked more about how she loves to run, and Don says how Summer captured his heart. She loves to play in the mud and the water and swing on her swing and enjoy dirt. When I was when I run the lawnmower around, she she would run behind me. When the boys run their bikes around, she as fast as that little bike could go, she would be behind them running and keeping up with them, no problem. You know, she loved to run. She just loved to run, and、uh, she could pull herself up. On that swing, her full body weight with her two hands, and she could do that. Nobody, none of the other boys can do that, but she can. Was she at school yet? No, no. she's going this year. This was supposed to be her first year. She's been.、Uh, we did all the what? I took care of everything. The, she, I had her already took on all of her shots and registered in the school for ready for this year. Yeah. I just never expected for anyone to get hold of my heart like she has, because I try to guard my heart as much as I can. But she just, she she holds my heart in her little hands, and I love her with all my heart. I'd do anything to have her back. Don also addresses the abductor in this interview. There's any way if you can find it in your heart to please release her somehow. I don't know how you might do that. I mean, you're probably scared of going to prison for the rest of your life and everything else. I'm sure, but please find it in your heart. Have mercy and find a way of letting her go, and, and where we can get her back. And、uh, just please have mercy on her and. You know, and us, and her, her brothers, and she's such a loving, good spirit. Please, please don't hurt her. Please, let her come home. That she's my biggest fear is, you know, her being tormented or locked in a a dungeon or basement or something. Now, Candace and Don also addressed the haters. Here's what they said. Yeah, there's always going to be haters, you know, and you know it's always going to be that way in this world. And we just want to focus on the the good friends and Christian people that are trying to help us and praying for us and praying for Summer. And we thank them from the bottom of our hearts. And that's the kind of people we try to relate with and socialize with. So we don't know anything about, you know, no red truck or. We hardly know many of our neighbors. I mean, because we just try to be around good people. I mean, and we do have good people in this area. We found out since this has all happened, we got some real good neighbors and good folks everywhere. But、uh, the most important、uh, thing is to bring Summer home safe. I'm sorry that you feel this way about us, but. 
We love our children with everything we have. We've never went without, thanks to Summer's daddy and my husband. He's always provided for us and has worked as much as he could and can and still is. And I'm sorry that you guys feel that way, but that's my baby and nobody would ever treat her like that as long as I was around, ever. This is a very tragic case. It's been over two weeks and this little five-year-old girl is nowhere to be found. Uh, I've said this in my last video, there's over 54 sexual offenders in the area. Now, the question is what happened to Summer, right? Did something happen that day that involved an abductor? Or did something happen earlier on that day that no one wants to talk about? And if so, does Candace talk to Dawn about it or is Dawn in the dark? What are your thoughts? Keep it classy in the comments and we'll have a chit chat. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.